0: Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. I'm your host, James Woodham. And I am your co-host, Juliet. Juliet has a decade of architectural experience in the US. And James has completed over 250 home renovations in the UK. Together, James and I have over 35 years experience designing and building homes. This podcast was created to give you, the homeowner, the power and the knowledge to get your project done right on time and with a quality workmanship. We've been going for just over a year now, and we have over 50 episodes for you to listen and absorb all the information from key experts in the industry. That's right. We've spoken to industry leaders, builders, architects, and the best part of what we do is hear from you, the homeowner, what went right and what went wrong. We really hope you like listening to this podcast. And if you do, please leave us
1: a review. Reviews expose us to more listeners, which in turn means we can help more homeowners save money
0: and avoid the chance of things going wrong. With that said, let's get into today's show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Property Renovation Podcast. This is episode 95. Um, and it's also the episode where we will start our, um, announcement of a competition that we've got going to celebrate the 100th episode of the Property Renovation Podcast. And it will close on the 100th episode. So, um, we will be mentioning it up and uh, on every episode up to uh, the hundredth episode. So I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a minute, but happy Easter to you. Um, I hope you're, uh, having a great time, having a nice break over Easter. Uh, finally getting some stuff done at home, maybe, um, are you going down to the uh, DIY stores and experiencing those massive long queues more than ever before, because absolutely everyone is off and they've got the the chance to to renovate or to buy the products um, and, and and get things done in the house? Um, I was down the DIY store yesterday, I think I ended up waiting about forty five minutes in the queue um, and uh it's it's always like that around Easter. And I, I think it's more to do with the fact that it's not just any particular time. It's a, it's a, um, it's a time in, in the year when it's spring and you're also probably going to be buying flowers and pot plants and all sorts of things, um, for the garden as well as doing uh, stuff in the house as well. So, um, maybe that's why there are so many cues, but it's, it's absolutely crazy. It never changes. Um, on this week's episode, um, it's all about, um, plastic backsplashes and it's an alternative to having, uh, a gas backsplash or to having tiles, uh, in your kitchen. And it's something that you always do need to think about if you're renovating your kitchen, buying a new kitchen, um, and you go through the, the whole process of what kind of kitchen you're going to have, what kind of style, uh, what color, um, what type of worktops, but then you end up getting to the point of what are you going to have? on the wall above the worktops uh, in between the base units and the wall units. And um, you've got the traditional approach of buying tiles. Uh, it's quite popular at the moment to have these uh, metro brick tiles. Um, I think that's been going on for about five or six years now, maybe longer. Um, but there's also, um, if you're thinking about having a minimalist approach, um, you can have a nice clean and having clean lines. You can have this glass backsplash or, you know, a single panel. Um, but that can be quite expensive. I've seen it go wrong a couple of times myself. And, um, and by that, I mean that you have to have it templated. Uh, and if you're giving the measurements off yourself and you get it wrong, it's very expensive. You can't cut down glass yourself. Um, and, uh, it's probably toughened glass, so it's going to explode if you try to do that. But, um, it's, it's something that you're, you're, uh, it's, it's, it's quite expensive. You can't cut it down. Um, and, and if you, uh, uh, you're limited in who has to fit it. So you have to wait. Um, and if you're in a rush to get your kitchen fitted, um, you know, the whole templating process and then getting it cut and then having them come in and fit it. And it can be quite expensive and it can be quite time consuming. So, um, I was quite pleased to, uh, interview James from Cut My Plastic, who offers an alternative approach, um, with the, with the plastic backsplash where, um, it can literally be you as the homeowner that, um, uh, takes the measurements. And then it gets delivered, and you can probably fit it yourself. You can have your uh your kitchen fitter fit it. Um if it's a little bit too big, you can shave it down and um and make it fit perfectly. Um it, it's much more difficult to shatter uh or to smash or to um chip. Um you can print on it uh and and uh, from a photo. You can also um print any pattern you like even if you like um, um, the marble effect for instance you can have that on there um and I went down to his unit in Sussex um he made me a lovely cup of tea we walked around uh, I looked at all the machinery he's invested uh, a lot in the in the machinery that he's um that he's got there and I was quite impressed um, in how it all works. he works with a lovely almost family like um team uh everyone knows everyone. And, uh, they just have a good laugh and, um, and that's what it's all about. And I think, uh, they're, they're doing an amazing job by, um, providing, uh, an alternative approach, uh, and a very cost effective approach to, uh, what people can have in their kitchen. So we recorded this episode, um, both audio and video, so you can go and check it out on our YouTube channel very shortly. Um, and you can see, uh, the whole, uh, process yourself. Um, and yeah, enjoy the episode. Um, so back to the competition. Um, we're, we're quite closely coming up to our hundredth episode and to celebrate, we want to give away a hundred pound, uh, worth of vouchers, either Amazon, uh, vouchers or Screwfix vouchers and Screwfix, uh, if you're not listening from the UK is, um, a, uh, a hardware store, um, that you can buy, um, m- machinery from to, to, and, and DIY tools and stuff like that. So, um, and the way to enter the competition is to leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Or player FM, or any of your listener uh, podcast listener of choice, and then take a screenshot, and then you can direct message us um, on our Instagram page. So that is at Property Renovation Podcast, and we will be uh, pulling out of the hat a winner on the hundredth episode, and then we will share that on our instagram page um and on facebook and uh and then we will be in touch with you very very shortly to give you the prize um so please start now go on to itunes go on to spotify it doesn't need to be a long review just a short review is fine um tell us what you think of the podcast and we will pick a winner out of the hat enjoy this week's episode thank you very much So, James, thank you very much for inviting me to your, what would you call this, workshop? Yeah, workshop, warehouse, unit. Yeah. multi I, I you've, you've taken me around. You've shown me the CNC machines, how things work. I mean, honestly, I it's pretty efficient.
1: Yeah, you know, thank you. What? Yeah, we, we work very hard to automate processes and, yeah. and try and be as efficient as we can with it. So just give me a, a bit of background about the company anyway when did it start so we've been going about uh, about 2 years um but we've really expanded in the last uh, 12 months um and we've invested in new machinery mm. uh, larger premises which we've kind of outgrown already um and yeah we we yeah just really grown the business Time to move, move to somewhere a bit bigger then. Yeah, I think, you know, within hopefully the same, uh, state, but try and get a, a double unit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it means we can buy more machines and, uh, bring in additional processes and products. And, um, and what, uh, how big are your
0: team that you've
1: got? Uh, it's about seven of us here now, I think. So, okay. um, and, uh, yeah, seven running the machines and, uh, doing the packing.
0: Um, James, I, I mean, I'm aware of like how, much that you do here in terms of plastic, but I didn't think that plastic is, 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 is used in a home as much, uh, as much as it is, but like you've got so many ways that you can, um, use plastic in home or greenhouses and stuff like that. I've seen on your website. Yeah. Um, so, um, when did it become like, in your opinion, when did it become the preferred product of choice?
1: I think it's just it's grown as the quality of the materials is better and consistent, uh, and the ways we can work with them yeah. um, just opens up other markets. You just suddenly, you know, you turn into a plastic geek and you start looking around the home and you said, "Oh, you know, we could do that," and yeah. we could change this. So we've done everything from putting like a, a guard around a radiator so uh, the customers toddler didn't burn themselves on it, and yeah. up to replacing greenhouse windows and splashbacks. And- and, you know, kick plates, and then people also use it for kind of modelling projects, and
0: uh, obviously there's a whole display industry as well, commercially, so... But with other choices on the market, like glass and stuff like that, why do you think people opt to go with plastic?
1: I think, uh, if you're talking about specifically kind of splashbacks, um, the acrylic uh, is a much more cost-effective material, so it's about a third of the price of glass. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a lighter material as well. Uh, and I think a lot of the time with Splashbacks is actually a, a DIYer or kitchen fitter can cut and work with acrylic, whereas glass has to all be cut to size in a factory and brought to site. Mm. So um, what you often find is you can speed
0: up the process of finishing your kitchen mm. um, by using acrylic. And, like, would you say that it's because also... Uh, you can't damage it as much as you can or the the risk is less?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think obviously uh, glass generally you would have fitted by uh, an installation team yeah. and obviously they take the risk of, yeah. of breaking the glass. It's not normally something a homeowner would do themselves.
0: Oh, you don't know. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so, um, so although we are starting to move yeah. a little bit to that. Um yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, the acrylic is a lot more forgiving. Yeah. So if you know the rough dimensions of what you need, you could order it oversized and your kitchen fitter can actually cut it on site so Mm -hmm. a lot of the time if you're doing glass you have to finish your kitchen Mm -hmm. you have to get the glass company out to then template it they have to go away and manufacture it and then set you an installation toughened and everything yeah so you know you could be a couple of weeks from having a finished kitchen Mm -hmm. to then installing a splashback whereas with an acrylic product you can understand your finished date of the uh kitchen and then have the acrylic there beforehand um and let your kitchen fitter who's already on site fit the um fit the acrylic splashback for you so you know it's it's a
0: way of finishing jobs quicker yeah yeah it is um so what's your typical day at work would you say for yourself it's busy it's
1: very busy <laughs> um, so in the morning we come in and we start to warm the machines up yeah. um, and then uh, we've heavily automated um, our order management system so we we know what orders we've got we're able to group them into types of materials mm-hmm. um, and we start to uh, toolpath them and nest them for the CNC we then start to look at the printing jobs as well which is how we make the splashbacks mm-hmm. um, and yeah we just start running them and uh, getting them printed and and working away through the process and then ultimately they get wrapped and and dispatched.
0: (laughs) Is there is there ever been a day when it's just been completely hectic maybe you've got a large order that's come in or something? Yeah we do um, a commercial job springs to mind where we I can't
1: remember how many meters, but it was a lot of, um, splashbacks to use in their toilets. It was a tea room. So we had like pink and blue teapots and all these designs. And Mm -hmm. yeah, that was about two days solid printing on that job just to get that done. So, um, yeah, it does get, it gets really busy. And then obviously we still try and if, if people, you know, want
0: last minute rush orders, we try and fit them in for them and and meet the carriers. So on the back of that, would you, what do you ever get to a position where you've like, you've seen it on, On, on the, on the computer and before you start making it and wondering what, what is it?
1: Yeah, we do. Yeah. We get some bizarre ones. You think, well, what, how are we going to use this? We also, we look at some of the orders and look at it and go, that's just designed to break. So, uh, if people have made them particularly thin in certain areas, so we quite often will ring a client and make sure they've got it right. Also, if if something just doesn't look right, we kind of do a sanity check and ring them up and say, you sure? that's how you want it. And sometimes it is, yeah. but sometimes, yeah, it, it may have just been a, either an input error or a design error. Um, so we do try and, and sanity check them, but. Um, what's the most popular sector? you work with every day? I think for us at the moment, um, it really is kind of domestic. So um, certainly for the splashbacks, Mm. we do a lot of one-off jobs um, for individual homeowners. We've started working now with kind of um, builders who are putting in repeat orders. We've done a lot of student housing recently, Mm. um, where the contractor just kept ordering and they kept getting um, delivered for them and you know as their program dictated. But yeah, at the moment for us, it really is um, predominantly domestic but we are starting to move more into like a a commercial setting of um, like we were saying earlier Mm. you know um, going into like commercial bathrooms to take the splashes from hand dryers and things like that so
0: yeah you showed me some of the marble prints downstairs and I mean it it it's a really good cost effective way if yeah. you if you're looking to have that look in your wet room or your bathroom or something yeah. like that you don't, you don't really want to be paying out for the tiles and I think on the same respect it's like maintenance wise you can just clean it down yeah, yeah. really really simple Oh. From a builder's perspective, yeah. you don't have to worry about the grout lines discoloring or no. anything like that. It's just a straight. It's just easy to keep clean as well, yeah. you know. So like, you know, we spoke
1: about some of the slate ones we want to move our way into. And, yeah. and you imagine having loads of tiny little slate tiles. Yeah. You've then got all the grout lines just going to hide bacteria. Yeah. Whereas you can get a beautiful printed slate image mm. just wiped clean.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we're also kind of looking at whether we want to start doing uh, antibacterial coated acrylic um is that a thing yeah it is a thing and it it adds a bit of cost to it um but it also adds a matte sheen to it so it's not always going to work okay but um yeah from like kind of a uh home health environment i suppose having antibacterial coating on it um yeah i guess you'd use that for some like doctors and yeah i think commercially it's used quite a lot um but and i think there is a place in the home for it as well um if People are particularly worried
0: about that. Yeah. And nurseries and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> my, my kids haven't had that yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I mean, I would expect that with the, with the machinery you've got, it's quite obvious that it's all about precision, right, yes. and making yeah, sure yeah. that everything is perfect. Yeah. Um, can you explain um, the kind of machinery that's involved yeah, in, in to do that.
1: So um, we kind of really have two methods of cutting. One is cutting using a laser, uh, and the other is cutting using a router, which is a spinning tool. Right. And they're both um, CNC, so they're computer controlled. So the accuracy is in the drawing, and they work down to tolerances of 0.2 of a Um So that's how we do our main cutting, and then the how we do the splashbacks to apply the colour to the acrylic is we print the colour on there. Mm -hmm. So we start off with um, a sheet of clear acrylic, Mm -hmm. and then we put any colour you can imagine, uh, on the back of it. Yeah. Uh, so then when you turn it around and you view through, you're looking at the high-gloss acrylic to a really well-saturated, a very bright colour in the background. Yeah. Um, and it really pops and really looks nice. And as well as the solid colours, we also use the printer to put uh, imagery onto there as well, and it can be any image you want. Yeah. You know, could be you and your family. It could be a beach scene. It, it could be, <laughs> yeah, it could be, uh, you know, marble stone effects. Uh, leather
0: we've seen being done, a uh, you know, a printed image of leather that looks really nice. So, like, um, if someone wanted a picture of their kids, for yeah. instance, like, how how much detail does it go in? Like, even with the ice, depends on the pictures so, you've taken. Yeah, it depends on the quality of the picture you've taken. It depends
1: on how big the splashback is as well. So, obviously, the, the higher the splash back the higher the resolution of the image so we'd like to try and get 300 dpi um for when you're when you're printing so scaling that up Mm -hmm. we have done some tests recently uh and we did them with kind of like cityscape scenes which are quite busy scenes yeah and we could drop right down to like 150 dpi was where you started to see it yeah and again it depends how you're viewing it up close or from a couple of meters away so we can really print anything, but um, again, when we have images from clients, we try and offer advice on it that mm. actually we think this is too low quality. Um, and where we've had situations like that, we've printed it onto a white vinyl, which is a very cheap solution, okay. and posted it to to have a look at. Ah, um, great, so, because you know, you don't want to spend hundreds of pounds on your acrylic splashback and realise the image isn't right. So, yeah. if we are worried about it, um, we do try and put that sanity check in there and say, listen. Let's print it on some vinyl, pop it in a post and, um, and see what you think about it.
0: I can imagine it's quite popular because, um, you can, you can just print a picture of your, your family. Yeah. Um, and they're just perfect gifts. Yeah. 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 I mean, we, again,
1: it sort of leads on to kind of wall yeah. art. So, yeah. um, we've done, uh, some printing of, uh, where people got married on a beach, uh, favorite holiday locations, things like that. Uh, we did that as a small splashback. But again, we, we've done it and we've mounted it with standoffs. We used a bit of thicker acrylic for it. Mm-hmm. And, and it, you know, becomes a piece of art in the home. If you're planning a renovation or you're moving into your first new home then the Akiva Toolkit could be the solution you need. With its easy to use
0: package of 10 documents, you are able to manage time, budget, and the communication between your builders and you to ensure the project is complete to satisfaction first time round. The Akiva Toolkit saves you money and time. It's for the first time renovator and the renovator that wants to do things better the second time round. It's a fraction of the cost compared to paying for mistakes or repeating work that's already done. Go to akivatoolkit.com and get your project off to a perfect start today. And does that ever
1: degrade like against the sunlight? No, it doesn't. The the, the acrylic is kind of UV protected
0: um, and you shouldn't get any degradation with the image. You've shown me um, all of the samples that you you post yeah, out, yeah, and yeah. you can pretty much take get any color.
1: Yeah, we can. We use CMYK to print, so we can. Um, it's just a recipe, so we can mix any color. Um, we can match to like rails and Pantones and anything. You know, your favorite jumper. Uh, we can we can get very very close. We can we basically generate custom yeah. prints. We generate you a custom sample and, and post it out to you. Um, That's very really cool. Yeah, the sample service works well for us because the colours can look different on your computer screen or yeah. your iPhone or your tablet. Mm-hmm. So once you've decided whatever blue it is that you look, you know, it's going to yeah. look right in the kitchen, yeah. really encourage people to uh, have a sample posted to them. I mean, it costs it's like a pound.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so it just gives you that check just to make sure that the colour you've, you, mm. you're about to order is the colour you want.
0: And I guess that doesn't even um, change depending on the size, right? Because the yeah. color just, is the just colour
1: constant colour. throughout, yeah. We mm-hmm. use the same files, um, they're made into a library,
0: um, and then we print from,
1: from those files.
0: From a, a homeowner's perspective, what what are the common issues with plastic? Like what can what can go wrong? I think um, the biggest issue is, is can be damaged in the post. Uh
1: we work very hard with our packaging um to to really kinda of make it bulletproof. Yeah. Uh one of our customers described it as a Volvo of packaging. Um so uh yeah, we work really hard with that. But you know, mistakes happen. Yeah. um they do get broken in the post. Um, I think also, you know, when customers are ordering, uh, if they're going for like a, a more budget-orientated splashback, they might order in three mil. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you put some socket cutouts in there, you have to handle it very carefully. That's why we really encourage people to go for like five mil yeah. right. uh, acrylic. So, yeah, you know, you can damage it in installation. Um, and then the usual things apply, measure it right, you know, yeah. <laughs> measure
0: twice, cut once. You, yeah. you mentioned, um, downstairs about the, the kind of uh, chemicals you would use to, like, to, to apply it to the wall. Yes. Or, yeah. So which one should
1: you use, which one shouldn't you use? We, we like to use uh, CT1, which is a, just a really good multi-polymer adhesive. Um, there's loads of them available. You can use silicon, um, neutral cure silicon. Uh, the only issue with using that is it doesn't really have an instant tack. Right. So once you put the splash back on the wall, you may have to prop it up to okay. keep it there. So yeah. Whereas CT1 has an instant tack and will generally hold the weight of it. Um, what you should avoid is any solvent-based uh, adhesives yeah. because we cover the back with a white vinyl to protect the print mm-hmm. and take away some of the, the opacity. Um, and the solvent adhesives
0: will melt that. So so if if there is a homeowner that wants to fit it themselves yeah with the CT1 how much time how much play time do you have with that
1: it's know, quite instant no. uh, I don't know exactly but you have enough time to, to get it on okay. and kind of position it um, you have a few minutes yeah. I would say on that and then you just finish it off with Yeah, let it let it cure up and then um cork it in with, with silicon, whether it be clear silicon or white silicon, um or if you want to go to the expense of getting colour matched silicon, but I think um clear and white cover colour most. Mm-hmm. Nice.
0: Um on your website you've got a list of plastics yeah. that you use. So yeah. Can you just go through them by order and yeah, explain
1: I mean, what the difference pr- is? Predominantly we use acrylic and polycarbonate. Right. And um for, for kind of domestic stuff. We, we get involved with engineering plastics, but that's another side to the business. So mostly we do acrylic. Um, and really the difference between acrylic and polycarbonate is polycarbonate is a sort of shatterproof. So if you hit acrylic with a hammer, it will shatter. Whereas if you hit polycarbonate with a hammer, it will dent and you can bend it, but it won't shatter. So um, where we tend to see polycarbonate being used a lot is where there's risk of impact. So if you're replacing um, your greenhouse windows, if you know the kids have broken it with a, a football, um, polycarbonate would be good because it will take the impact. Uh, acrylic will as well. I think acrylic is something like 200 times stronger than glass. Mm. Um, but yeah, polycarbonate would be better there. The issue is poly- Carbonate scratches easier, so it's a bit of a softer material. So, we like to use acrylic for kind of splashback and, um, uh, you know, and, and uses around the house.
0: And what size, like, do they just come in all different sizes? Like, what size? Yeah, I mean, we, we buy the sheets in
1: three meters by two meters and we cut them down. Now anything we want, some of our, our commercial customers we've literally cut little twenty mil pieces. Yeah. Um but splashbacks, yeah, we, we can print right up to three metres by two metres if you ever wanted.
0: And thicknesses? Uh
1: thicknesses at the moment in splashbacks we're offering three mil and five mil uh, as standard. Mm-hmm. But in in theory we can we can use any size up to about thirty mil. Um you can buy fifty mil acrylic mm-hmm. and, and things like that, but it's more special order. We stock two mil to fifty mil. Okay, all right. that's yeah, sorry two mils to thirty mil okay,
0: yeah, um what's the the most complex project or order you've had um
1: from a splashback was probably that, that commercial order with, um, all the teapots just because it was so big. They were big, big sheets. Right. Um, they'd also ordered three mil as well to kind of keep the price down so it's flexible. Yeah. So yeah, that was a huge order to then be printing, cutting and then, and vinyling as well. Um, and then finding safe places to store them once they're <laughs> done before they got collected. Um, but yeah, that, that went really well and the feedback from a client was fantastic. So does
0: that fall under the most bizarre one you've done as well? Um,
1: yeah, yeah I think printing pink and blue teapots was, was yeah. kind of pretty unique. Um, we've done some sort of personalized images of, of, beaches and things, yeah. but, um, yeah, nothing, nothing really bizarre
0: so far okay. anyway. Uh, yeah. Never say never. Yeah. Um, what's next in like technology? Around the types of machinery that are being used now and like where is it going?
1: Yeah, I mean I think we're 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 pretty much there with the kind of machinery you, we use for production. So um our router uh is top of the range. Um it's we use print registration on it for real extreme accuracy when we need to do, you know, if we're doing contour cutouts. Um and our printer, you know, it's it was it was brand new six months ago. It uses some of the best uh, print heads you can get um, so for us I think that's really uh, really where we're at yeah. with it, with you know we've potentially looked at uh, flow coating with UV but that's a whole whole different ball game um, and I think from a product point of view we're we're starting to explore real lit splashbacks so you'd have kind of one view with it The light turned off and then at night as you turn the lights on in the background you can get different views there certainly if you're looking at you know stone and things um so we're we're just sort of starting to explore that um and we're constantly adding new imagery to our uh our website and start to bring out like a marble range and a stone range Mm. and um we're integrating with um a, a stock image provider at the moment to be able to give the customer a choice of millions of images that they might want to use. What's your typical turnaround? We, we quote three to seven days, um, and we're always within, within that. Um, but, uh, often people want it in a rush. So yeah. we can do same day, you know, if, if we pick the, if we pick the right day, um, we can generally jump stuff up the queue as and when we need to.
0: Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty quick turnarounds. Um, I must say that you've got a lovely team I've met a couple of them today Thank as well you, yeah. and um, like just to come down and actually see it in working is really really good I think um, you know it's been really nice to have you on but where can people find you? So we can find us online
1: uh, at cutmyplastic.co.uk mm-hmm. um, all our details are on there you can look at all the coloured splashbacks um, and also you know other uses of acrylic and then pick up the phone Uh if you've got a project that you're not sure about or you need advice Um, Yeah, give us a bell and we can you through it. Brilliant, fantastic,
0: James. It's been really nice to have you on. No problem.